Hi, I'm Camille. I'm a lifelong fan of Supernatural. I'm Miranda, and I'm watching the show for the first time. Join us as we watch a new episode every week. Welcome to our Supernatural podcast, Ramble On. Welcome to our super epic Supernatural podcast, the podcast where Camille just figured out how to use her microphone. This week, well, Camille, do you want to introduce the name of the episode? Because you know it better than I do. I do. This one is Mandor Hookhand Car Door. Yes, the eponymous Mandor Hookhand Car Door, uh, season one, episode seven. seven? Mm-hmm. Oh, we are experts on this podcast. I. Okay, this is kind of hard to start the podcast out with because I don't want to bring the mood down. Oh, no. I'm scared. I'm scared. Well, okay. I don't want to tell you not to be scared because you probably are having the right emotional reaction. Um, Did, okay, let me guess what happened. Okay, go ahead. Did you get blocked by someone on Twitter? No, although I'm surprised this person did not block us. Hmm. Okay, what happened? All right, there have. If you're a huge fan of this podcast, which I know we have a lot of, um, you're probably aware that Camille has been very concerned about William Shatner and our kind of prodding at him uh, in good fun. You know, he. I, I thought he was a friend of the show. But um, on our podcast website, Anchor, anchor.fm slash. Ramble on podcast. Yes. There is a a way to send in voice messages, and I I all right I I don't know I'm just gonna play it. Hi, this is William Shatner, and I'd strongly urge the moderators, operators, team members, and hosts of the Shamble on podcast to reassess their entire life not only is this podcast and the show it discusses an irrevocable and unremovable stain on the beloved genre of science fiction but unless you want me and my legal team to make sure you neither live long nor prosper (laughs) i recommend you cease oh my gosh i can't believe he found us (laughs) he did find us wait it cut off it cut off Okay. An irrevocable and unremovable. Do you want me and my... Okay, wait, wait. To make sure you neither live long nor prosper, I recommend you cease and desist immediately. Okay, well, it only cut off like one second before the end of the video, but I don't want to, you know, it's from, allegedly from William Shatner. I Mm -hmm. don't want to cut him off. He's already seems a little pissed. Oh, yeah. He said, I mean, threatening murder. I think we're... (laughs) I think yeah. we have moved past the point of piss. <laughs> he did threaten murder, didn't he? He did go to that pretty quick. Oh my gosh, Miranda. Okay, Mike, who did you get to do that? Huh? Who did you get to do that? Okay, I f- understand that this is hard for you to process, Camille. But um, 
I didn't. Did you hear what I said? What? That got sent into us. The guy says this is William Shatner. <laughs> that is not William Shatner. <laughs> you don't think so? No. <laughs> Are you serious? I've been stressing out about this all week. No, you haven't. You don't think that's... Okay, well, I feel like it might be, but maybe we shouldn't poke the poke the bear. <laughs> now William Shatner is going to send us an actual cease and desist because <laughs> we're pretending he's threatening us with murder. <laughs> you, you brought that up. I never said that. I never said that William Shatner is threatening us with murder. Camille said it first. I only agreed. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a it's a development. I mean, Camille, last episode, oh, I'm worried William Shatner's going to be mad at us. And I'm saying, Camille, chill. Like, chill, girl. William Shatner doesn't know about us. Apparently, he's a huge fan, or I guess now turned hater, of our podcast. <laughs> Allegedly. I don't think that clears you up. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Okay, listen, we have... I don't think you could just say allegedly. <laughs> it is alleged. I am alleging that that was William Shatner, but I can... There's no way to know for sure. <laughs> there was no, like, letterhead. This came through an anonymous source. Okay. Well, okay. We, what, well we can move past that because I don't want to dwell on drama. But it is a William Shatner update, which we are known for. And uh, also Misha couldn't make it this week again, um, but he'll be here next week. Uh, Okay, so moving on. Camille, what have you been up to? (laughs) Miranda, I don't think you can play I'm going to. Listen, if William Shatner is listening to this and he's pissed, sue me. Don't sue Camille. Although she is a chicken heiress. So, but go after me. Oh my God. Camille, now Camille's going to be. Listen, William Shatner's never going to hear that. I don't think he listens back to his own messages. Oh my God. That message was sent to me from an anonymous source. I'm not alleging that it's William Shatner in any way. (laughs) I don't want Camille to be worried about this. I'm just saying we got that message. That's all I'm saying. Okay, 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 okay. And I think it was from William (laughs) Shatner. I'm just kidding. I'm just, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. But listen, this is the biggest thing that's ever happened to our podcast. I think we should, you know, live in it, live in the moment. You know, our first big drama. I wish you could see my face right now. Well, we will follow up on that story uh, next week. Follow up on this story <laughs> if it develops. Now, now, now we do the transition. No, 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 music. No, no. <laughs> do a, a royalty-free we Star Trek inspired. Upping this because it's going to get us in trouble. <laughs> Okay, we'll start a drama with someone else then. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Next week, William Shatner will be coming on the show to talk about why he sent us that message. (laughs) Next week, William Shatner's legal team will be appearing on the show 
to let you guys know that we are detained. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is what my good mic is being used for. <laughs> yeah, Camille. And you know what the worst part is? That's this is what I have planned for our YouTube highlight. So you're you're really pissed at me. <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm supposed to say. Well, I can move on to something else. Completely <laughs> catch me off guard. Well, I'm sorry. I just felt that we should lead with that. <laughs> I know it sucks that it's happening so early in the show, but Well, one one another thing that I had written down that I wanted to talk about in the early stages of the podcast before we get into talking about the show is that I don't think my mom knows what this show is about Mm -hmm. at all, because I showed her one of our YouTube videos, uh, the one where we're reacting to Phantom Traveler. Okay. And she told me that you and I should do an episode where we pretend that we're in the hotel from The Shining. (laughs) And, like, we just got back from vacation from going there. And I was like, oh, okay, Mom. Like, I don't think she knows what this podcast is about at all. I think she... She thinks we're just doing horror stuff. I I guess. Maybe she just thought the video was me pretending to be on that plane with them. But... Because there was that one clip of me in the plane. But I don't Mm -hmm. know. She filmed that for me. So she was a part of the process. She filmed that? She did film that. She was really annoyed. I, I Camille and I have been making uh, YouTube highlight videos. So I was making a video for Phantom Traveler and I was trying to film a clip that looked like I was in the plane. So I was hanging up a curtain and I used my mom's doorway and she was not happy with it. She was like trying to do laundry. It was a oh. real, it was troublesome to her. Uh, but she did help me film it. And then she came up with that great idea about The Shining. So, you know. She's a creative powerhouse. I had to I had to have my um my mom and Cecilia help me with a with a lab today. I needed to like measure their maximum phonation. So like I needed them to say like uh for as long as they could. <laughs> Who won? <laughs> um Cecilia did actually. Mm, oh, okay. Yeah, she like I guess they both sing, so like I measure myself too, and it wasn't nearly as long as either one of theirs. Um, I know but, this isn't yeah, what happened, she but did not want to help. <laughs> I'm imagining you just like making your family scream, <laughs> like you scream into this microphone, sort of like our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> just our podcast is basically us seeing how long we can go up, <laughs> just to fill up the minutes. I I mentioned. To my mom, uh, I was talking to my mom in the car yesterday about our podcast, and then all of a sudden she like lets out this huge sigh and goes quiet, and I'm like, "What's wrong?" And she goes, "Nothing." And I go, "Well, what are you thinking about?" And she goes, "I'm just thinking about how you asked me to be on your podcast, and I need to watch an episode." <laughs> Oh my god, wait. Your mom's coming on our podcast? I asked her to. Oh, please, Cindy, come on our podcast. Please. <laughs> I mean, she's seen the whole show. She would be a great guest. It would be interesting to have her on. 
I, think. I would love her point of view. Mm-hmm. It would be a lot different from ours, I think. I think so. I think there are some things she agrees with me on, but other things she... I don't think she looks at the show as in-depth as I do, for the most part. Well, yeah, I mean, you have a podcast about it. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> doesn't have a podcast about it. But... <laughs> that we know of. Maybe she's salt and burn this. Oh, yeah, that's her. <laughs> what are you going to say? Camille, what are you going to say? What am I going to say? <laughs> you you said, that's our, and then you kind of Oh, no, like, that's her. That's her. Oh, that's her. I thought you were going to, like, make some declarative statement about their what they are in relation to us. I, I don't make declarative statements. I'm too much of a pussy to say anything. Okay, well, I started out the podcast with that whole <laughs> William Shatner thing, so don't get me started on, uh, I don't know. I guess I'm already gotten started, so. I only... I only end my sentences in question marks. What do you think I am, a man? Oh, my God. Thank God we don't have a man on this podcast. <laughs> Except for Misha Collins, who will be on next week, but uh, couldn't make it this week, sadly. Uh, good luck on your hip surgery, Mish. Um <laughs> You're seventh. Um, the, the last thing, I have a little note, a little... these. I used a whole piece of paper for this. It's like three words, but do you want to talk about Misha Collins' tweet that he sent out? That no. you don't want to talk about the drama? Oh God, no, no. All right. Well, I, I will tell you it. this. I will tell you this though. This is pretty typical for the supernatural fandom. Yeah, the I thing think this is, will blow over in like three days. I've been a part of this for not that long. Mm-hmm. And I'm really starting to notice that it seems like this is always happening. It almost seems like it's his yeah. PR plan. You know, it's almost like our PR plan. Make a big splash about William Shatner. And then we're going to have to issue an apology at some sued. point. <laughs> <laughs> just no. keep going. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Look, if William Shatner sues a podcast that has six listeners. That I would think be hilarious. <laughs> that would, I mean, look. He's already threatening a lawsuit on us, so I'm not... I think all he would have to do for me, though, is, like, say one mean thing to me, and then I would just go into a depressive state for the next three months. (laughs) And so, basically, it would be a cease and desist, because I would no longer record the podcast. (laughs) Well, maybe it's good that you don't believe that message is from him, then, because he said a lot of stuff in that (laughs) message. Hookman, what is the name of this episode again? Hookman, Hookman. Carr. <laughs> but the the real name is Mandor Hookman Car Door. Mm. It really just flows off the tongue, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It's a good name. I, I I don't know why. Like most of their names for the episodes don't really make sense, but this week this one really made sense. It was really like oh, evocative yeah. of what the episode was about. It makes you think. Like even yeah, the, even the title. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So this episode originally aired on October 25th, 2005. God knows why, because half the episode they were dressed like goddamn leprechauns. So I thought it was maybe like a like a St. Patrick's Day tribute. <laughs> oh my God. Um, it was written by uh, John Shaban, and he also wrote Skin. 
and then it was directed by David Jackson, and this was his only episode. Um, and today they're in Iowa. Ooh. And our monster of the week is the Hookman, who was originally a an urban legend that started, it seems, around the 1950s. Camille, I have to, this is something that I, I feel very strongly about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I was thinking a lot about the Hookman himself. Okay. Um, they talk about the origins of this, and they say that the preacher, whoever it was, he replaced his hand with this deadly hook. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to say, you know, God forbid, uh, but if this, if I ever lose my hand and I replace it with a deadly hook, mm-hmm. can you do like a mental health check-in on me? Yes. Because I think something, if I were to do that, something would have gone wrong. I'll call, I'll call the ghost doctor. The ghost doctor? Who is that? You have these weird connections. You say you don't believe in ghosts, and then you're like, oh, I'll just call the ghost doctor. Who is that? That's for me to know. And, and me to find out. Okay, I get you. <laughs> but I'm picking up uh, the vibe that Camille is a big-time hater of this episode. Uh, you guys can't see the notes. <laughs> But as I'm looking through these notes, it seems the only fun fact Camille wrote down about this episode is that she hates this episode. So, Camille, do you want to speak on that? Okay, okay. I don't remember it being that bad. I went into it and I was like, you know, I don't remember much about it. But... So I, I had actually rewatched it not too long ago, and that might have added to my hatred of it just a little because I had to watch it so quickly in succession. But, um, I mean, that was a few months ago, so. Man, just... This one is just... <laughs> There's nothing really redeeming about it, in my opinion. Number one, we start out... The acting, I think my main issue with this episode was the acting was atrocious, in my opinion. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, you know, just everyone was really, um, there, there was a little bit of overreacting, I think, in this episode. You know what? I did have that thought, too. Uh, Lori Sorensen? Mm-hmm. That actress, you know, shout out to her. She landed the role of her lifetime. But um, I just like when she was talking to Sam on the bench and having her whole monologue, I was like, oh, my God, she's acting her heart out, but like not in a good way. Well, you know who's worse than her in this episode? Who? Her dad. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe it just runs in the like maybe her family's just like that. Like that could be a coordinated acting choice. They're just like that. I want to I want to go through the opening scene here with you because I think that was important for my um my development of hatred of this episode. Oh, okay. Um so we start out, right? And she's with her roommate, they're in the room and her she has on this I don't want to say it's ugly, but it looks very um business casual like b- button-up blouse. <laughs> And her roommate's like, okay, you're going on a date. You might want to wear something, maybe a little bit cute, a little bit sexy. And she's like, uh, you know, I don't really do 
having fun. I can't. I don't want to put on. I don't want to put that on. But she convinces her to do it anyway, and then she goes on this date with her. Is he her boyfriend? I hope not. No, can't be. I think it was like uh just the first date or something. Something like that. Well, she goes on this date with this guy and they get in the car and he's like kind of pressuring her uh sexually and then they hear this sound, right? This scraping sound, they hear the sound. Mhm. And he goes out to check it out. And then immediately you hear this like large thump and she's screaming and and she's running out of the car to figure out what it is and and it's like her boyfriend hanging dead from a tree and and his nails are scratching in the car and i had to rewatch this scene because i didn't even realize the first time i watched it that his fingernails were scratching in the car wait that's what that noise was not the first one that was the hook Oh, yeah, I was about to say, what type of... He needs a manicure. But then after he leaves, after he gets out of the car, and then you hear the scratching noise after the thump, that's his fingernails. Oh, okay. It was kind of hard to get, right? Like, that was, it all happened so fast. And I remember hearing of this story, like, in Girl Scout camp, right? It's an urban legend. <laughs> this exact story? Really? What type of Girl Scout camp did you go to? That's that is so troubling. The Hookman, hook yeah. I didn't hear about the Hookman. Like scary stories? Like, no. we used to tell scary stories all the time in Girl Scouts. But mm. this one, from what I remember, is the the boy and the girl are in the car. I mean, I don't think they talked about, like, the making out and whatever, but... They hear the scratching noise, and you know the anticipation kind of builds up. They hear like a softly, like a soft scratching noise, and then, and then they hear it again, and then they hear it again. And the the boyfriend's like, "Okay, I'm leaving the car. I'm getting out to see what it is." And he said, "Stay in the car. Do not get out of the car until I come back." And so she stays in the car, and her boyfriend's gone, and she's starting to get worried. And then she hears a scratching again, but she's so terrified as she stays in the car. Eventually, she falls asleep. What? And then, yeah, she falls asleep. That's in not the, car. the right reaction. And then she, well, she's waiting for him still, and she wakes back up, and she still hears a scratching noise. She's like, "Okay, I gotta, get, I gotta get out of the car because it's, it's daytime now." And she gets out of the car, and and that's her her boyfriend's hanging up by a hook, and and his nails are scratching on the on the um car. Okay, well, first of all... That's how you build the anticipation, you build the horror. Okay, but if I was with someone and they left and never came back, I wouldn't just be like, well, I'll go to bed. Well, you're so terrified. You don't want to get out because you don't know what's out there. Okay, true. I am a coward. I think also in one iteration of the story, they know that like like a murderer is on the loose or something. So the... They like heard it on the radio. I never understand that when people leave the safety of their car. It's like, just drive away. Yeah. Just drive away. Just, yeah. dr- like, use your car as a weapon. I mean, uh, maybe the car had died or something, you know, in those stories, like, always mm. something happens. But that's what I remember the story being. Well, and I just think Supernatural, they did 
they did it weekly this episode. Weekly as in W E A K. L Y. L Y. Uh well all I wrote down about the intro is that it's kind of a girl boss moment that she survives. So I'm I'm leveling out okay. uh your hatred. But okay. I I get what you mean. It could have been better. I didn't mind it. It was like a kind of reminiscent of, you know, classic slasher movie with the screaming girl, but, but they I'm not can... a huge fan of those. Oh, okay. Well, and there's only so much you can pay homage to something without doing something kind of your own. And actually well, incorporating some horror into your show, if that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Well, I almost wrote down, like, Hookman didn't even seem like that bad of a guy. Like, he just seemed like he was helping her out because this guy was being super creepy. I, I couldn't remember exactly why the Hookman was there. And I was re-watching it, and I was like, did she summon him? Like, did she, did she, she somehow bind him to her? And then I remembered, and it was, I wish he had. That would have been more interesting, I think. Being a little evil. That would have been fun. A little spicy. little evil. Throw a little evil in there. But it works more, yeah. It works more because, you know, towards the end of the episode when they figure out that that um, the hook man is kind of bound to her and is carrying out her will a little bit. We get this good moment where she's kind of reflecting what I think Sam is probably feeling. Where she talks about feeling... I read down what she said. She said, I'm to blame for all this. I was so angry at my father. Part of me wanted him punished. I don't know how it's my fault, but it is. I deserve to be punished Mm. she also has a little moment with sam where she says like i'm cursed Mm -hmm. Uh, and he's like i know how you feel babe Mm -hmm. uh i honestly it didn't seem like he was listening (laughs) camille you are such a hater of this episode i kind of love it usually i'm the hater and this episode i'm like i take back everything mean i said about sam you know i was still finding myself back at the beginning of this podcast um I yeah, Sam was good in this episode, mainly in comparison to Dean, who was just a lech. I don't know. They just used Dean for like weird pop culture references this episode. That was kind of it. Yeah, and just kind of like a a comedic like comedic relief, but it wasn't even that funny. Like it wasn't a great episode for Dean for sure. No, well, I found some evidence about Sam that I think you'd be interested in. That kind of ties in with one of my other theories. Okay. Um, at the beginning when Dean and Sam are doing research on their laptop at the coffee shop, mm-hmm. very beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. Dean, you know, he's being a little smart with Sam. He says something a little rude and Sam looks right at him and says, bite me. And I was kind of thinking this kind of fits in with my rabies theory. Um, you're right. It, it just kind of like the pieces are, are fitting together. They are fitting together. So I just want to together. I just wanted to note that, yeah. I also wrote down that the frat house is the scariest part of this episode. 
that they go into when there's a party? I'm just, yeah, I'm just scared of frat houses. Okay. That's understandable. Yeah, I got my planes, you got frat houses. Mm-hmm. At least the hookman doesn't start attacking them when they're in the frat house. It, like, locks all the doors and they can't leave. They have to party forever. <laughs> oh, my God. I wouldn't watch sweating? that show. <laughs> Camille, you go. You you used to go to frat houses in college, didn't you? Yeah. Okay. I never did. Don't I was more bad. like Sam. Although I didn't get straight A's, so not that part, but... <laughs> I didn't really go until um, my, I don't know. I did go my sophomore year, I guess. I I think it was more sophomore and junior year. But I knew I knew some people in fraternities. So we would go to their houses. And did you have fun there? Or was it more yeah. like this hook man type of thing? I thought it was fun. I think I get more uncomfortable when I'm in a small group because I feel like I have to entertain. Mm. That sounds exactly like someone who should have a podcast. (laughs) When you're in like a fraternity house, you know, you can just get lost in the crowd. No one's looking at you. See me, I get uh, panicked in the crowd. Yeah, that's understandable too. I didn't like how like there are a ton of people throwing up all the time. Oh my god. (laughs) Same. And it, um, like, it did get very hot and sweaty, like, very crowded every time. Yeah, the the way they show frat houses in media, it's very different I from what it actually is. Like that. Yeah, I wish, I wish frat houses were like that. Like, it's more like a biohazard, a frat house. Like, you don't want... <laughs> yeah. Like, don't go to a frat house if you have an open wound. It's no. not safe. No, it's not. Also, don't drink the punch. I... Okay. I didn't follow my own advice. I did drink the punch because it was good. But, oh my uh, god, Camille! <laughs> what? It was only okay. It was only at the house of the like the guy that I knew. The punch right? was good. You're gonna say that? Don't drink yeah, the, the punch. punch good. It's good. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, the punch is really good, but don't <laughs> drink. I did though, and I was fine. <laughs> Okay, okay. I do know I do know one person that got roofied, but it, I never drank the punch at that house, and it was a guy. My neighbor got roofied once, but I won't tell that story. But she was okay. fine. She made it home, but she was like asleep in our hallway. Uh Yeah, it's a very sad horrific story. I don't know why I brought that up. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry I brought up roofies. Um I'm grateful for the roofie above my head. Uh <laughs> that one was a stinker a st- that was a stinker of a joke but maybe I'll leave it in to let the listeners know that not everybody is perfect um my question is do you think they looked more like uh frat boys or do you think they look more like federal agents Dean and because Sam they look like neither they don't look like either yeah i was like these guys are just accepting them also why is Lori Sorensen loving sam he showed up right after the murder he's suddenly all over oh, the yeah. place all around her she sees him lurking outside of her house and she goes yeah. outside and is like hey oh, like yeah. girl 
He's being completely creepy. Suspicious! Suspicious! So suspicious he came like, to the scene of the crime. He's not he's not that cute. He's not, no, it's not Dean! It's not, not Dean! It's Sam! Over. <laughs> uh, um, but I am a Sam girl now, guys. I'm a every, Sam every girl. Sam girl just just stop listening. <laughs> no. Guys, I'm a Sam girl. Except I'm not really. I'm still a Dean girl. But I love Sam now. Listen, I love Sam now. What made you love him in this this episode, this terrible episode? <laughs> he kind of has a comforting aura, and he was being so nice to That's that girl. True. He does. I felt that. I felt that in Phantom Traveler. Yeah, I was thinking about you saying that, and I was like, you know what, Camille was right. Like Sam does have a comforting, like thing about him. Yeah, like if I were in a stressful situation, I would not want to be near Dean. He would. Oh my God! Do you want me to cut that out? <laughs> Your mom's gonna <laughs> listen to this, right? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay, 39 minutes. Cut out. Should I... I'll leave this in so the viewers don't know what I cut out. Okay. Uh, what was I saying? Something about Dean yelling at you. Oh, yeah. Dean would just yell at me. I'd, but Sam would be nice to me, at least. He might act like a crazy person, but he would be nice to me. Okay, now all the Sam girls, that was the last straw. No, no, no. They like Sam because he's crazy. <laughs> they know and they appreciate it. Uh, okay, yeah, we need to retain that side of our uh, demographic. The Sam girls? The Sam girls, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're listening. What is your mom? <laughs> oh, I don't think Dean girls are listening either. That's our problem. Um, <laughs> was your mom a Sam girl or a Dean girl? She was a Dean girl. Oh. Yes, we stand Cindy. <laughs> um but not not to Dean Girl level Dean Girl. She was just a Dean girl in that she thought he looked better. <gasps> Sam girl. Woo! I will Claire was a Sam girl, so a Sam is growing on me. Maybe I'll do some sort of metamorphosis. You might. Um yeah, Claire was a Sam girl, and she stopped watching after season five. Because that's what I feel like happened to a lot of Sam girls. Because Sam, he just doesn't get a lot after season five. Poor guy. He hasn't gotten a lot up till now, really. Well, it gets a little Sam heavy towards the end of the season. Don't worry. And season two is all about Sam. Oh, God. Okay, yeah, we really need to clinch... The uh, Sam girl audience, because we're going to need them. We're going to need you guys. Stick through with mm -hmm. us. Stick through. <laughs> guys, like, send... Why? Why would we? <laughs> send in messages on our anchor page, uh, like William did, about <laughs> why I should be a Sam girl. Or why Camille should be a Sam girl. But I think Camille is so entrenched into her supernatural experience that uh, you're not going to change her opinion. You know, like, I think for... I think for most of the years I was watching Supernatural, I appreciated Sam. I thought he was kind of cute, like in a puppy dog kind of way. But I think I end up disagreeing with a lot of his decisions. But I, I realize now that maybe that's because he wasn't supported by the narrative of the show narratively he was making the wrong decisions morally mm. they might have been okay 
but when I'm watching the show, I'm always on the side. I'm that person. I'm always on the side of the the person who's going to be making the right decision in the narrative. Who's making the smart decision. Well, they got to throw Sam a bone every now and then, right? Like, Yeah, they like, do. Does he ever do anything right? Sometimes. Okay, King. King behavior. <laughs> Sam girl nation rise. I'm not saying what what he's doing is morally wrong. But you know when you're watching a show and you know that the, even if the character is doing something that is, you know, the good thing to do, you can see how it's going to have negative consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lot of what Sam does in this show. Well, I'm in, I'm interested to see that. Maybe it'll get me on Sam's side. Maybe I'll get on yeah. Sam's side just to be contrary. That would be fun. Uh, but I really did think I was a Sam girl until we got to the end of this episode. And mm-hmm. Dean is like, we can stay. I, I was like, okay, oh, whatever. Yeah. I'm a Dean girl. I'm a Dean that girl. That was sweet. That was it sweet. It was sweet. It was sweet because you see, like, sweetness from Dean. Like, you're lucky when you see it. And that makes yeah. it, I'm like, when I when it happens in the show, I'm like, I'm a Dean girl. But Sam girls are valid too, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay, wait, we should move past this. Oh, you know what I noticed in this episode that I really like? Dean is always, like, entering the room first or leading the way. I like that little uh, director, directorial choice, maybe. Oh, yeah. That's a nice one. Although when they climb in that window, Sam gets up there first. Oh, true. And then they have their little bickering moment. I love that. Oh, that was so cute. When they were going, <laughs> what did they say? They were like, you be quiet. No, you be quiet. No, yeah. You be quiet. This show, they, this show does get the sibling relationship right. They don't fight as much as me and my siblings do. <laughs> well, Dean said... Uh, the shifter said when Sam was fighting him, I always beat your ass even when we were kids. So I was like, were, was Dean beating <laughs> Sam up when they were kids? That seems a little weird. I guess brothers, but like... You guys didn't beat each other up when you were kids? Oh my god, I once threw an entire bowl of brownie batter at my sister. Well, yeah, I think all siblings beat each other up. <laughs> yeah, I found up my old diaries the other day, and one of them literally just says, there's just a page. Uh-huh. With the two two like little figures drawn of me uh-huh. and my sister, and it says, "Today Abby hit me a thousand times," and that's all it says. <laughs> so, yeah, we did beat each other up for sure. My sister once tried to uh, hit me in the head with a microphone stand, so that was fun. Ooh, that's kind of prophetic. Like now you're you have a podcast. Mm-hmm. I I want to tell the Disney World story, but. I can't tell it right now because people are going to hate me. <laughs> really? You don't... Me, if once we have a good viewership and we can afford to lose a few. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, yeah, we can write that down. Tell Disney, tell story. Disney story. Tell the Disney story. I like your logic, Camille. Tell the Disney story once we have something to lose. Like, <laughs> you could tell it right now into the void, but you're like, no, I'm going to wait until we have, like, a lot of people listening, and then I'm going to tell this very unflattering story about myself. You know it, right? I vaguely remember it. You told me this years ago. I remember it's a pretty intense, crazy story. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I told a guy, 
I somehow ended up telling a guy I went on a date with that story. <gasps> Camille, did you have a second date? No, because I, I ghosted him. Oh, so he was like, damn, this girl's really crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> She did all this to her family and now she's <laughs> ghosting me. Yeah, I'm never going to do that again. Like, I don't know how he texted me after that, but. Camille, you say you don't believe in ghosts, but you ghost every guy you meet. It's like two of them. Uh, no, sometimes ghosting, you some like ghosting, you just got to do it sometimes. Or almost yeah. all the time. But every I can time. relate. I ghost every single guy I match with on Tinder. Every last one. Even the ones I know. <laughs> Do you remember when we would, like, troll people on your Tinder account? Oh, yeah. The, no, listen. Some of those guys are still harassing me. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. Wait, what? Can you expand on that? How did I... What did I... I'm so sorry that I caused this. <laughs> one, of those, one of those guys, I remember I matched with him on uh, Tinder when I was in high school. And then he found me on LinkedIn, added me on LinkedIn. Then he added me on Facebook, messaged me on Facebook, and pretended not to remember how he knew me. And I was like, I remember how I know you. Oh, my God. And then I blocked him. Camille has has quite the following of men. I've had men from I, high I school message me. Like, guys from high school message me, and they're like, how's Camille? Or someone messaged me and was like, how are you? I'm only asking because I know you're friends with Camille. And I was like, what the hell, man? Like, why are guys when I was in high school? I don't know, but they're reaching out to me. Like, me of all people. Come on, guys. Like, I don't want any part of this. First of all, Camille doesn't want to talk to you. If you're going through a friend, like, Camille doesn't want to talk to you. I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. I know. Maybe he listens. He probably does. <laughs> hey, don't message me again. Or do, actually. Send us in a voice message and we will play it. <laughs> I want to tell the I want to tell the listeners that this guy was not interested in me when we were back in high school. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, so I, I stopped giving him the time of day. And then all of a sudden, he's in love with me. Yeah, I don't know. This was like years, years oh, after years high school. Ago. Oh yeah, yeah. This was like last year, and we're we're like six years out of high school. Wait, should I find the exact message? No. Why? Okay, you can find it. I'll find it. I'm not gonna say who it is, and he won't. This won't get back to him. I hope not. Oh, gotta love this guy. Um. Oh, he said, he said, hey, how are you? How is your friendship with Camille? The reason why I say it is because that's how we met with a question mark at the end. And then a whole year later, he said hi. That's so weird. He was calling me. He called me through Facebook Messenger. Why would he ever say to me, how is your friendship with Camille? What a strange thing to say to somebody. Like, why would you reach out to me in that way? I wonder if, for some reason, people think we're fighting, maybe. 
Why would people... Okay, no, Camille. People don't think that. This is just a crazy okay. person. Okay. okay, you're right. We haven't reached that part of the podcast where we, like, fake a giant feud between us for... for uh, Not yet. We're attention. only episodes deep. Yeah, we're only so we're only seven episodes deep, and we're we're already in a feud with William Shatner. Like, I don't think we need to be fighting with each other. We have enough on our plate. Oh gosh, but he called me on Facebook Messenger, and I didn't pick up. But I said, I messaged him back, and I was like, "Hey, is everything okay?" <laughs> and he said, "Yeah, pick up my calls." Oh. <laughs> and I was wow, like, what a gentleman! Nope. <laughs> And then he called me like four more times. The funny thing is, he had my number. I never blocked him. My number hasn't changed. I don't know why he's got to call me on Facebook Messenger. (laughs) I think he might. I feel like he had a girlfriend the second time he messaged me hi, now that I'm looking farther into this. But I'm Xing off his page right now. Okay. Okay, okay. We don't want to start a fire. Transition music here. 51, 56. (laughs) Uh, Oh, God. I forgot about that. (laughs) How is your friendship with Camille? I only ask because that's how we met. Like, what the hell? Shut up. He was, like, sending me... Like, when he messaged me, he was, like, sending me the like sentences that didn't really make sense and I was like are you negging me like I can't tell what is this (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we should have him on the podcast see what he has to say no he'll be like he'll just like act confused the whole time (laughs) isn't that what I do I mean yeah I guess it might be like I don't want him to do my my whole shtick so I wanted to talk about the two leg- or the two urban legends that I think they combined here because I was talking about what I remembered from the Hookman legend from Girl Scouts and then the separate one where she comes into the room and the original story that I heard I heard two that were a little bit similar um the first one that I heard was this girl this girl in college comes home late at night and she she doesn't turn on the light because she doesn't want to wake her roommate it's really late and she hears some rustling noises she gets a little spooked but then her she puts her hand down from her bed And her dog comes over and he licks her hand and she gets reassured so she falls back asleep. And then she'll wake up, she keeps waking up in the night and then she keeps putting her hand down and her dog comes and licks her hand. And then when she wakes up in the morning, she finds that her roommate has been brutally slaughtered. And there's that writing on the wall that we see in this episode. And it says, aren't you glad you didn't... um, turn on the lights and you find out I'm not sure how but you find out that it wasn't he had killed her dog too and that it wasn't her dog that had been licking her hand it was a it was the murderer oh my god 
Well, that's yeah. horrific. And then in another scary story, urban legend, this girl um, has this roommate who kind of talks to herself and um, she's up one night and, and the, the girl is in bed and she wakes up and the roommate's kind of muttering to herself and she's like, is everything okay? And she said, yeah, go back to sleep. And then she keeps hearing her and she's like counting. She keeps counting and she keeps counting. And Math major. She, I don't remember how she finds out, but at one, at one point you figure out that it's a witch and her roommate is dead. The witch has murdered her roommate and she's plucking the hairs out of her head one by one and counting them. <laughs> Camille, you are very well versed in these things. I love urban legends and like scary stories. I've never heard about a witch counting someone's hair. That's a big undertaking and also kind of fruitless. I don't know why you would do that. It's for her witch soup. Her witch? Her, her brew. Like Streganona? Yeah. I don't know what that is, but sure. You don't know Streganona? No. Camille, I can't even explain it. Okay. Streganona, well, you would love her, but, you know. Okay. Well, that one wasn't as related, but it did... I remembered it as I was recounting the other one. But I thought it was interesting how they combined the two. But it confused me because I knew both of the urban legends before I watched the episode... And I knew there were two separate things. And I thought maybe in this episode there would be two separate, like, monsters. And I didn't realize at first that the hook man had murdered her roommate. Weird that it's an urban legend, because this is kind of taking place in the suburbs. Oh, you're right. It was the suburbs. I noticed that. I guess it's a college town. Well, you know what I wrote down? Mm-hmm. It's a quote from the show. Mm -hmm. And it says, the spirit latches on to the reverend's repressed emotions, feeds off of them. And I wrote down that that sounds a lot like the supernatural fandom to me. So what would be the spirit in this metaphor? No, I'm just saying all the viewers are latching on to Dean and Sam's repressed emotions and they're feeding off of them. The the viewers are are the spirit. Yes. Or Misha Collins. It's hard to tell. He could be a vengeful spirit, feeding off of supernatural. Oh my god! We'll ask him next week when he's on. We'll ask him if he's a vengeful spirit next week. <laughs> I'm sure he'll answer honestly. He's an honest. He he shoots from the hip. So, this episode, my ranking for this one was a two ninety nine out of three hundred twenty seven. So I guess I did remember it being bad, because that's in the bottom 10%. It does seem like it. Um, I got the percentile wrong last episode. I don't know what I said, but it was wrong. Um, Same. That's me all the time. <laughs> and uh, my personal ranking for this one, I, I couldn't even I couldn't even think of a ranking. I just gave it a frowning face. Yeah. Like, it's not a one, but it's nothing 
That's a four or above. <laughs> it's very abstract, Camille. I like it. Maybe like a two or a three. Well, I gave it a six. Okay. But you kind of turned me to thinking less of this episode. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> yes, thank you, Camille. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. I want you to watch the show so you can hate it. <laughs> <laughs> we we can't talk about Misha's tweet, but we can say that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't hate Supernatural. I wouldn't watch Supernatural for 12 years if I hated it. We didn't talk about my... Uh... My trip. We can talk about my trip next week. We had a lot to talk about this week, so. Oh, yeah, with the whole William Shatner thing. Yeah, we should talk about that for next episode. I will tell you, Marina, I went I went and visited uh, Virginia Tech today. Yeah. Um, on a trip back from Bradford. And that was the fugliest thing I've ever seen in my life. Wow. You know my sister listens to this. I'm sorry, Abby. Your school's ugly. Oh. It's ugly. Oh my god. Uh, like the architecture that was a that was a disaster. It was an epic fail. Watch Mojo's top ten architectural disasters of all time. We need the uh the president of Virginia Tech to issue a Misha Collins esque apology for the architecture at his school. Or her don't school. You don't you have actually... a great like architecture program? What the hell is wrong with you, Virginia Tech? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that, my God. Seeing that made me depressed. <laughs> oh, my God. Why are you so grumpy today? <laughs> Jeez, girl. Maybe Mason is, like, on par. Mason's pretty bad. I almost ran over a robot at Mason. But I, I, maybe I I'll tell that. I love those little guys. I love those little guys. The starships. Oh my god, they're horrible. I hate them. What? Pissed. I hate them. Because I almost what? ran all over one. It was crossing the road in the middle of the night. I almost ran over it. I almost got into a crash. Where was it? It was like outside of the courthouse. Outside the courthouse? Why was it all the way over there? Oh, <laughs> those things are crazy. They have a mind of their own. They have hook hands. Thank you, everyone, for watching this week's episode of the Supernatural Podcast, Ramblon. You can follow us on Twitter at Ramblon Podcast for more William Shatner updates. And remember that next week, Misha Collins is coming on the show. Next week, we'll be watching. What are we watching next week, Miranda? Um, next week we're watching Bugs. Oh. <gasps> Yes, you guys are going to want to tune in next week for bugs. Mm -hmm. Camille. <laughs> guys, in our Discord server, we have a technical channel, and Camille just wrote, reminder, Camille. Mike, close to mouth. Camille. What? I don't know why, but that's so funny. It's like our technical, it says discuss technical aspects, sounds, socials, etc. And then it just says, reminder, Camille. Mike close to mouth like that's that's what this podcast is that's as technical as we get <laughs> hey I mean you're doing a good job so it's working that's as technical as I get <laughs> it's, it's working it's working okay okay <laughs>